Hello and welcome back to another episode of Watch It Again, the podcast where we talk movies, TV shows, comic books and everything in between. As always, I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And Kat, what's going on? Um, well, it's a little bit of a late release this week because we've had quite a few things happen. <laughs> we had car troubles. We had a COVID um, scare. Yep. Nick's, Nick's not just living his life. Yeah. I'm just a busy guy, you know. You know how it yeah. is. Thank God, because I, I I didn't want to say it, but when we went to record last time, I hadn't watched it, so <laughs> I was gonna I was just gonna oh. pretend. Oh no! Um, but what is it? What I what hadn't you watched? Well, I had watched it, but I hadn't watched it since 2014. Uh, <laughs> Gone Girl. Yes. Yeah. So, because like the, the title says, yeah, it's true. Yeah, if you didn't guess it from the title then um (laughs) you obviously can't read you're a fuckhead (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, you're the one that said it not me (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah because the boys are lazy i'm doing another report this week um piss off well, I'll get the message. Uh, no, I'll, I'll get. I'll get the message saying I'm making the decision. We're watching Gone Girl that's, this week. I'll write because, another report. That's yeah. because it got to Sunday and neither of and you neither had of done anything. Said anything. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if this is going to happen this week, I've got to no, take the reins. It wasn't Sunday. It was Again, like busy Friday guy. night. Oh well, I need time to write yeah. something. Because we were going to record Saturday. And then I said Monday, but then I thought I had COVID, so it wasn't Monday, and now we're Wednesday, and I don't have COVID. Mm. So everything's okay. Everything's okay. But everything's not okay in the world of Gone Girl, because that no. shit is fucked up. Yes. Um. So, I watched this, I think we all watched this when it first was released in 2014, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, or around roughly when it was released. Roughly, yeah, maybe probably when I was able to get it on a hard drive somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, you're taking the hard-earned cash of David Fincher away from him? I would have watched yeah. it early 2015. Mm. So yeah, When it came re- out on DVD. Released in 2014. It's a psychological thriller um, directed by David Fincher. And it's based on the book by Gillian Flynn, who also wrote the screenplay. I was part of her contract, but we'll get into that. Um, it stars Rosamund Pike, Ben Affleck, um, and notable stars Neil Patrick Harris and Tyler Perry. It had a budget of $61 million, And do you want to have a guess at the box office? $197.6 million. You are way off. Fuck. If you said oh, correct, okay, then I would have lost my mind. <laughs> Wait, is this worldwide? Yeah. Oh, uh, 560. Oh, no. Nah. Three. Can I have nah. guess? Oh. Who's closer? Um, you're both kind of like... Oh, Nick would be closer. I'll Ooh. take one more guess. 372,000 million, Nick? whatever the fuck it is. Thousand. You're far. I reckon I could raise the money to make a movie starring Ben Affleck <laughs> with, that, with that. Sorry, I meant 372 million. I don't know why I said thousand. That's not much money at all. <laughs> I'm going to say 430 million. Um, it was 369 million. So oh, son of a bitch. Jacob was so close. Um, oh. And at the time, I don't know, I think it still is. It's Finch's highest grossing movie, which is pretty cool. He, what's he done since then? I don't think he has done anything, did has you, he? 
Was it him that did Steve Jobs? Yeah. He has done. Yeah, yeah. but that was so, before. So he's done that. Was it? Yeah, Holy he did shit. Seven, Zodiac, Gone Girl, Social Network. Yeah. Um, he did Mindhunter. I think the social network was his highest grossing before this. Um, yeah. He did Girl oh, he's Dragon done, Tattoo. He's done Mank, which came out on Netflix. Yep, and The Killer, mm. which is... Upcoming, I think. In, yeah, upcoming. Yeah. Um, he did, yeah, Zodiac, Curious Case, Benjamin Button. Um, yeah, literally Panic all these directors sent to my Hunter and Mank. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, but I mean, like, you know, if you're making that much money, you probably don't need to really do much. Um... <laughs> So he directed Justin's Justin Timberlake's suit and tie music video. My God, really? How odd? Yeah, what a weird thing to do. He's got Crazy. too much time on his hands. He's got a lot of range. He's been producer on like Love, Death, and Robots, and House of Cards, and like other things. He's been doing a lot of like producer stuff mm. by the mm. looks of it as well. Good on him. In this time, in that time since. Sweet. Yeah, anyway, Cat, Cat. Back to you, a bit more indie. <laughs> um, so, casting wise, you've got Ben Affleck as Lance Nicholas or Nick Dunn, um, who is a former magazine writer um, turned teacher at a community college. He teaches journalism. Um, you've got Rosamund Pike as Amy Elliott Dunn, who Wish is our journalism teachers were Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, she plays Nick's wife, um, and for her, um, portrayal of Amy in this movie, like her, her portrayal was widely and critically acclaimed. Um, I think she got a, oh yeah, she was nominated for an Academy Award, a BAFTA, a Golden Globe and a Screen Actor Guild Award for Best Female Actress, Best Female Lead, which is pretty cool considering before this she was known as being a Bond girl from... Like two thousand. <laughs> oh, she was, hey. Yeah. I um, completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's actually where David Fincher saw her and like had her in mind for this. She was in Die Another Day. Yeah, in the and Ice Pride Castle. and Prejudice. Yeah. Huh. So this was really her breakout role, um, Gone Girl. And I think she is amazing in it. I don't think anyone else could have done what she did. Um, So she, in addition to those two, um, you've also got Neil Patrick Harris, who plays Desi Collings. um, (laughs) R.I.P. Who is um, Amy's wealthy ex-boyfriend from uh, school. You've got Tyler Perry as Tanner Bolt, who is Nick's attorney. Carrie Coon as Margot, or Go Dunn, Nick's twin sister. Um... You've got Kim Dickens as one of the detectives, um, Emily Ratajkowski as Andy Fitzgerald, who is Nick's mistress and student. Oh yeah, full spoilers by the way. Um. <laughs> I mean, it came out like ten years ago, so like or almost yeah. not really eight years ago. Same diff. Yeah, and a few others who I had never seen or heard of before. Um, but I think everyone in this is really well cast and plays their characters very well. 
Yeah, back then I wouldn't pick Tyler Perry for anything really. No. Like he's, I don't know, he, he's sort of like Adam Sandler, I think, especially at the time. He was just making like shit for cheap. Yeah. And then yeah. like, I think people saw him in this and they're like, oh my God. This yeah, he's like, it's a, sort of like a serious role and yeah, yeah. it was a, against type. But I guess like Neil like, Patrick Harris yeah, is a bit like that too, yeah. Coming out of How I yeah. Met Your Mother yeah. into this sort of role. Yeah, I think he was sort of, oh no, I guess I haven't really seen Tyler Perry in much, but I think I do have that problem with Neil Patrick Harris. I just see Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it's sort of like he's, you either see him as Barney from How I Met Your Mother or the stage performer that he is. Mm-hmm. And things like Dr. Horrible's sing-along yeah. blog. I don't know if anyone's ever watched that, but check it out. It's him and Nathan Fillion, and it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I um, think, I think though, like, in terms of how Desi Collings is described in the book, it, yeah. like, Neil Patrick Harris is the only actor who could have played him. He's, like, yeah. I don't know, kind of soft, but also, like, sharp, sharply edged. And very yeah. well put together and just very commanding, but not overtly so. Um, but yeah, I think... have a good time in the end. Yeah. <laughs> we'll um, get to that bit. But yeah, I think he was cast excellently as well. I think Pike's casting was just top notch. Um, so yeah. So Leslie Dixon, who is a producer on the movie, read the book's manuscript back in 2011. So the book was published in 2012. Um, but so Leslie bought it oh, to... Oh, shit. That's yeah. a quick turnaround. Yeah. So yeah. they were actually in talks of making the movie before the book was published. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Leslie Dixon bought the manuscript yeah, no, to, to, yeah, to Reese Witherspoon, um, who was originally slated to play Amy. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Nick's making no. a very uncomfortable no. face. I mean, I, I I know she's good, and like when she produces her own stuff, she like picks good roles for herself now. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really I see it. She probably. I mean, they look sort of similar enough, but I think just like I don't know. I think personality-wise, yeah. it would have been a bit of different. Like appearance would have made sense. Yeah, but. Yeah, I just think Rosamund Pike can pull off the absolute psychopath really well. Yeah. I think... Whereas Reese Witherspoon, I'd be like, you are not this sort of... Like, it would be more against type. Yeah. I think casting, yeah. like, a relatively unknown actress like Pike mm. definitely played in their favour. Um, so, yeah, the novel was, re- was released in June 2012 and 20th Century Fox optioned the book deal with Flynn. Um... And so Gillian Flynn negotiated that she would be responsible for the first draft of the screenplay, which is, like, pretty common. Like, a lot of authors who get optioned for film um, will write their own screenplay. The draft and then... And then it gets handed off to professional scriptwriters, or screenwriters, sorry. Um, So Flynn had never written a screenplay before, Um, but when Fincher expressed interest in the project, he really pushed her to write it. Um, and so, um, yeah, so he read Flynn's draft um, in December 2012. So, mind you, the book has just come out in June and not even six months later, she's written the first draft of the screenplay. Um, and 
Yeah. So, yeah, usually authors are removed from film adaptations um, and, yeah, more ex experienced screenwriters take over. But Finch Fincher agreed to work with Flynn for the entire project. So she actually met with, um, this is a throwback to last episode, Harry Potter. Um, <gasps> so she met with Steve Cloves, who wrote the scripts for Harry Potter, and they developed the screenplay together essentially so she would Harry just... Potter theme continues yeah <laughs> it's got to carry over um so yeah she would send him things he'd send her things like some of the things in the screenplay um remained unchanged from the first draft which I think is pretty cool and other things were completely changed um and so as a result of the adaptation the most notable thing that is removed from that is in the book would be the parental storylines. So in the book, you get a lot more of Desi's mother. Um, she has this whole weird relationship with him and Amy. Um, and then uh, Nick gets to like meet with her as well. Um, and then you also have a lot of the storyline of Amy's parents cut as well. They're kind of cut back to minor characters, whereas in the book they're, they have a much stronger um, presence, I guess you would say. I mean, they're kind of overbearing already in the movie, but they're even more so in the book. <laughs> um, so filming took 106 days, um, and Fincher took as many as 50 takes for each scene, um, which is oh. a lot. Jacob's just groaning. <laughs> oh, my God, so many. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, I have a little fun fact for you guys. Um, we'll be the judge if it's fun. <laughs> well, it's kind of a bit of a wanker fact, actually. <laughs> um, production was shut down for four days when Affleck refused to wear a New York Yankees cap for a scene. Um, oh, I've heard this. What a fuckwit. Yeah. <laughs> Does he wear a um, St. Louis Cardinals? He wears a New York Mets hat as a compromise. Uh. But yeah. He's wearing a St. Louis Cardinals um, shirt at one point. And I was like, nice. Yeah, because he's from Boston, so he goes for all yep. those teams. Um, so Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross provided the score, um, which is their third collaboration with Fincher, following The Social Network and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Um, and Fincher was actually inspired by music he heard while at the chiropractor for this soundtrack. <laughs> Which is kind of Going funny, up to I think. chiropractor and be like, hey, what are you listening to? Yeah, what is this music? <laughs> Who's the artist? I'm going to give him a call. <laughs> um, yeah, so do you guys want to go through the plot a bit? I want to talk yeah. about Carrie Coon first. Oh, yeah. Okay, we can because talk about Because we were her. talking about Rosamund Pike, like Rosamund Pike and how this was sort of a um, breakout role for her. Yeah. But the same can sort of be said for Carrie Coon because before this... She wasn't in much. She'd done one, two, three. She'd done four TV series and then been in one episode of each of those four series. Yeah. And done a short and then got cast in this. That's So she had cool. done barely wow. anything. After this, she's gone on to be... She was in Ghostbusters, in wasn't she? Multiple things, of the, multiple yeah. episodes of The Leftovers, a couple of like little random like indie comedies... Several episodes of Fargo. She was then in The Post. Um, she was then Proxima Midnight in Avengers Infinity War. 
She was in in Kin Widows, the TV series The Sinner, Avengers Endgame as Proxima Midnight, then um, The Nest, What If, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and now a TV show called The Gilded Age. So in the last few years, she's been very active on the, I guess, on the back of this. Because in this, she is very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Like, yeah. I think the, what film won the Oscar that year? Um, What are we, Oscars 2014? Was it Birdman? Uh, 12 Years a Slave. And you also had Gravity coming out and American Hustle. Um, Dallas Buyers Club. So there was a lot of good movies coming out. Um, Speaking of which, the Oscars are next Monday. I know, I'm very <coughs> excited. Oh, so yeah, 12 Years a Slave came out in 2013. So it won oh, that year. The wrong one. Yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Birdman that came out that year, the same year as Gone Girl and won. Yeah, um, yeah Birdman, Birdman won. We, should, we t- literally spoke about this like the other week. Like, we should we, know this, shouldn't <laughs> we? Nick remembered. <laughs> We're like, we'll check, we'll Google it. And Nick's like, no, it was Birdman. That, that feels like that was like months ago, though. Oh, yeah, it was Theory of Everything, Foxcatcher, American Sniper, Imitation Game, Birdman, Whiplash, oh, yeah. The Judge, Boyhood. Some oh, good stuff came out. Yeah. See, there's so much good stuff there. I, know. I can't Wild even remember Reef what's up for contention this year. This year? Mm. Um, nothing. The eyes of Tammy Faye. Nothing. I just told you something. <laughs> I can tell you right now because I've um, got it open. Let's do an episode on the Oscars. Then. Yeah, next week. Okay. Well, so where are <laughs> we? Be, if we do Carrie next Coon. one, that'll be fresh. Yeah, that's all I want to say is that there was sort of a breakout role for her, and her performance in this was probably worthy of a nomination, but I don't think she got one. No. Oh, let's go supporting. No. I think she's um <laughs> like pretty close to the character in the book. I think what definitely helped this movie a lot is that the person who actually developed and came up with this story and developed all these characters is the one that eventually put them on the page to be in the sc- like on the screen. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's not like someone coming in and going Oh, I can see all these ideas and taking yeah, and making something. It's actually her, her. It's her vision, and she's picked. Like she's obviously made a choice to cut out certain stuff. Yeah. For certain, yeah. I get yeah. what you mean. I think it definitely plays in its favor, and I wonder if I think it's it's similar to the J.K. Rowling thing. Like you know, mm. it, it was probably a good thing that she had like so much control and like. Yeah. Yeah, w- was involved and didn't just like. Sign, sign a contract to get a check and whatever because she could have done that and yeah. probably would have like because i feel like this like the premise alone like this was like there was so much hype around this movie i remember when it came out yeah so i probably would have done good if it was bad yeah well i mean it's a fincher movie and it's starring ben affleck so yeah even if the rest of the cast is relatively unknown i mean you've got tyler perry and neil patrick harris but like yeah. Um, mm. But yeah. So, a bit about the plot. Do we want? Yeah, let's, do we want the let's plot? talk about how mm-hmm, fucked mm-hmm. up this is. Okay. So, I'm just reading off Wikipedia. You know, I, I think. Sorry, before you start. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I apologize. Okay. I just wanted to. Um, I don't think we should recap the whole thing. 
I think we should just do a brief. What is, Nick's just got up and gone to his fridge. Um, <laughs> just cut it out. <laughs> um, I think we should do like a brief sort of like summary and then talk about some of like the key points on their own, maybe. Okay, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, do, you, do you want to do that? Because I feel like I will talk way too much. <laughs> no, you, you, just, you just try your best. Okay. I've changed so, what you wanted to do on you and now I need to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, so... It's the fifth anniversary, fifth wedding anniversary of um, Nick Dunn and Amy Dunn, um, and Nick um, leaves for the morning, and then comes back and finds his wife missing. Um, so he goes to the police, as any concerned husband would do, um, and they. Um, bring in a few detectives and they have a look around the house and realise there's been signs of a struggle. Um, and so I feel like I'm I, I'm really trying not to give and, too much away. And and, 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 spoilers, and, like and Nick away. seemingly tries to look as guilty as possible when they yeah. start searching. It's yeah. like he everything he does is making him look more and more suspicious. But and so to be fair. To be fair Oh, <laughs> that was weird. Fair. Both um, cut me t- off. What, Tyler Perry? Tyler Perry says, "Like, how are you supposed to act? Like, yeah. when this?" And that's like, the thing. That's a, and I thought about that then. I was like, "Yeah, true." Like, if I like, no one knows how they would react. Like, yeah, if I like killed my wife, like, how? Like, just saying, Nick, like, run. How, how would I? <laughs> how would I act? Funny? Like. Or if she was suddenly missing, I'd be thinking, I'd be like, oh, fuck, like, what do I do? I don't want to look guilty. Yeah. Um, but I but think also, he's just a massive weirdo. Yeah. Which yeah. doesn't help him. I was going to yeah. say, I think it's framed in a way that, like, if you don't know the story going into this, up until a it's certain... It's way better. Yeah. yeah. But up until a certain point, you think he... Like, it's done... You think he has killed his wife. Yeah. It's done really like, well. Uh, up until you hit a certain point in this film, you're like... He might have actually done this. Yeah. Like, this could just turn and, like, he did actually kill his wife. And, like, and then you get to a point you're like, no, he didn't. Can and this I, is even more fucked than if he did. Can I keep recounting <laughs> yes. so we can yes. get yes. to that point? <laughs> so, basically, he's looking guilty because he's following these clues that Amy has left him for their annual treasure hunt on their wedding anniversary, which is a really cute sentiment. Or is it? Um, so Nick... Not if you're Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. So there's all these things coming up, like a pregnancy test, Amy bought a gun, like she'd filed reports on him, um, things like that, that are just kind of adding to the suspicion of Nick. And so eventually his twin sister, Margot, is asking him, you know, did you kill Amy? Like, do I need to be worried? And then it also comes out that he... Um, has a much younger mistress named Andy, um, who is like twenty three or something in the um, yeah. In That's the, how the actress is movie, yeah, and he's like forty something, so you know, yeah, and like pretty high contact in that sex scene. Yeah, <laughs> and so basically, um, Nick works out that Amy has framed him essentially. And convinces Margot that, th- like, that he's been framed and that Amy's actually this psychotic bitch. 
Um, and so he flies to New York to see Tanner Bolt, who is notorious for defending um, boyfriends who have killed their spouses. <laughs> um, <laughs> to put it nicely. Um, and he kind of finds that Amy's done this before to other men, to a lesser extreme. Um, and then there's a scene that, so like up until this point, you're like, oh, maybe he's still guilty. But then there's this scene that 100% proves that he is not. And you're just like, holy shit, my mind is blown. And then you cut to Amy the day that um, she disappeared and you see her setting Mick up and everything she does in the lead up to that. And then you see her driving away to the Ozarks um, to stay in this weird, shitty little campground um, where her neighbours rob her. So yeah. her plan doesn't exactly go to um, pl- or her. Yeah, her her plan doesn't go how she wants it to. So she turns she to Desi. To doesn't go Very to bold of her to just change her hair colour and still hang I around know. outside. On the <laughs> Actually, day. No. The, fir- the first day. And it gets a bruise on her eye. So I, I feel like that would make her more noticeable. I, I will get to that because that is a massive point I want to make about Roseman Pike's performance in this. So I will come back to that. Um, so yeah, her neighbours rob her. And so she turns to Desi for help. And basically says that Nick's been abusing her and like plays to what he wants to hear um, in order to get him to help her. And so then Desi takes her to his house, which is essentially a prison. And she realises that he just intends to keep her there as his like pet, I guess. So she seduces him. Is, is that what it is though? Because she can't leave. Like Yeah. Like, he, no, but she can't leave because she's pretending to be dead. Like she, I, I feel like it's not a point of Desi's trapped by like, trapped her there. In the book, like, she's <laughs> physically trapped. Like there are walls around the house, and he has the keys, and she cannot leave. Uh, right, because that's not really conveyed in the movie. In the movie, he's like, no, it's "Stay not. here. Everything's fine. You can live here oh. as long as you want." Yeah, well, in the book, yeah. she's there for like close to two months, I think. Right. Um, and she, yeah, like. She has no access to the outside world. Right. But that's so the thing. I feel like she yeah. she's put herself in a situation where I feel like she can't she can't go into the outside world. Well, but I think she thought she could control then. him. That's the point. Right. She thought she could manipulate him better than he could manipulate her. That's that's the whole relationship essentially. Them trying to control each other and be the person that they want them to be, which is essentially her relationship with Nick, but just in a different way. Anyway, she kill she 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 seduces him and then brutally murders him by slicing his throat mid coitus. Um, yeah, look, that's um. I know a lot of dudes always joke about, oh, I want to die while like, you know, doing it. <laughs> but like, if you're gonna die while doing it, you don't want to die like that because like no. having a chick put like a box cutter or whatever it is out from underneath it's the a pillow box and slice your throat. Mm-hmm. While you're like, I just don't want to die with my dick reaching out. an orgasm. <laughs> like, um, you're literally like, to put it bluntly, coming inside this woman while your neck is draining all of your blood. Like, you are just gushing blood out of your throat, and it is fucked. 
Um, fun fact about Rosemond Pike, when preparing for this scene, she wanted to know exactly how hard someone would actually have to slice to slice someone's throat like that with a box cutter. Why she so she I went to her. a so she I went to a, so she went to a butcher's and like just started slicing up pig carcasses. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this woman is actually insane. I think she's great. It's like when Christopher Lee corrected um Peter Jackson on the little oh, rings of what noise someone would make when they get stabbed in the back. Yeah. And then Peter Jackson's like, I didn't want to press and ask how he knew, but there was something to do with like British special forces in the World War Two. Yeah. And it's like, I'm kind of scared. I say, like, I'm pretty sure Christopher Lee murdered someone at least once. Murdered at least one Nazi by stabbing them in the back. And yeah, so I guess be be dedicated to your craft, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well, Pike certainly was. Uh. Um, so, yeah. So, she escapes, covered in his blood. And full um, of his semen. And full of his semen, which is very important because when she gets DNA home... evidence. Yeah. When she gets back to Nick, who, by the way, figured out the whole plan, um, she, like, proves, quote-unquote, that Desi was holding her captive the entire time and just, like, essentially as a sex slave. And the only way for her to escape was to murder him. <laughs> so and in, before we go yeah. any further, in the movie it's kind of played as if he she framed him Yeah. to, like, oh, he raped me and, oh, he imprisoned me. But you're saying in the book she was actually imprisoned? In the book she was physically yeah. imprisoned. But so in the book it makes more sense that, like, she tried to fake her own death and then she actually ended up getting kidnapped for real and then was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up and I've got to get out of here. But in the book, it's more like a calculated, oh, if I go here, I can change it. So now I can go back home and it's yeah. not like I faked my death and now I can, you know, turn it all around on this guy and just walk back in like nothing ever happened. I think yeah. in the book, you kind of get the impression that her plan was to go to Desi, get like financial aid and just kind of recuperate mm. and then leave because in the book she asks him for money and he's like mm. oh you don't need money you're here with me i'll bring you yep. everything you need you know right right okay that um, makes yeah because yeah. in the movie like she shot like she seems like sort of settled with him but then nick's on the tv mm. yeah she's like oh he feels bad no All she right. is like fully I'll in give seduction mode <laughs> yeah right okay yeah um, yeah, and so then um, she returns home. It's a whole media spectacle because she's covered in blood and just walks up the front step. Um, actually, she drives the car into the garden and then walks up the front step. Um, and basically the it ends with Amy revealing to Nick that she actually inseminated herself with his sperm. And is pregnant with their child, which means Nick cannot leave her or expose her for everything she's done because she is carrying his child. Yeah, but like, who I feel cares? Like you could expose her. I feel and like then you could. The child. Because, yeah, you could. Well, get no, because, because proof. Well, here's the thing: the proof's all tied up. Like, you can't prove that she was like in the wrong, and you, and also. This is a woman who played all this out perfectly as if Nick is going to get sole custody of a child from Amy. Like, yeah, but, like, even the cop at the end is so sus. Yeah, one as you would be. it's just like, 
she was like she perfectly framed her husband for her murder. It doesn't make s- yeah. It's just like and also, a good police would, officer would question this a lot more. Also, and wouldn't also the just cameras watch, at yeah. Desi's house have seen her arrive yeah. like weeks after she had died or had yeah. been kidnapped by him? Yeah. Bullshit. I, this movie sucks. You know I mean, that, that's the one thing that annoyed me was like the cameras because it's like, oh, there's cameras there. Yeah. And you arrived like oh, three weeks after you were supposedly kidnapped by this man and like then faked a miscarriage on the camera. And now you're, you know, you know what I mean? I think like, like, honestly, what? I think she would have a plan in place for that to happen. Yeah. Cause like, it just seems like the cops would watch all the footage and be like, you two were really chill here and you really came onto yeah. him hard and then you murdered him. Okay, well, no, she doesn't. It's a very gradual thing. Yeah, but like that, when they a... do it, like the cameras in the house would just be like, it's like, this isn't a rape thing. This is... Are there cameras inside? There's cameras through the whole house. He shows like her all the cameras. There's cameras. Yeah, like, so the... That's what I mean. Like, if the cops watch the footage, they would know that she murdered this man and faked her own death because she she was there for three weeks. What if if they just checked the like blood on the pajamas and they're like, "Oh wait, this is red wine." But yeah, wait, what? When she fakes the miscarriage in the camera, like she she deliberately does things. Yeah, but she does no, but she does things deliberately for the cameras, but then don't match up to what happens in the end. And it's like she didn't delete the footage because she's telling them about the footage. I was like, if they watch that, you're going to go to prison because you murdered a dude. She, I think she's too smart to not have a plan in place. Okay, I, f- I feel like you're Defending a bit too the... biased. I, yeah. think you, I think you love this too much because you said this before we started recording. How many times did you read this book last year? Uh, like four. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we're talking I feel like solely you're... on this movie and how dumb the fucking <laughs> ending is. <laughs> I feel like yeah. you're really treating this as, oh, no, that was Emperor Palpatine's plan all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Nah, nah, it wasn't nah, 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 nah. She did it on um, the fly and she should have got caught and Ben Affleck should be able to raise his kid with his mistress and the help of his sister. It's <laughs> all I'm saying. I don't think saying. he's a very good person. Mistress... <laughs> he, what did I don't he do wrong? mistress is coming back. Well, okay. Apart from yeah, cheating that... on his wife, <laughs> oh, he was yeah, framed that. for his wife's murder. <laughs> Because like, he didn't actually hit her either. He, right? Yeah, he is the victim he, of. Okay, yeah. I mean, he did, did at the end, but like, yeah. not great. But but like he is essentially the victim of this story. I think he does I some just... things that are ter- terrible as a person, but he didn't frame his partner for their murder. Also, he's got some pretty like sick golf clubs and like yeah, trains and stuff. Yeah, he's out of it. Yeah, exactly. He's ready. Well, he's got to pay for so. It's her life insurance money. I don't know. She's not dead, though. Maybe actually kill her now. Um, Would it murder her if she faked her death, you know? I think I just really, I don't know, not like Amy, but I think I just enjoy a female lead that is more complex um, than... What's the word? Yeah. You you enjoy it when the the woman's the psycho murderer instead. No, I, I enjoy watching a woman that's more complex than her sexual value to the male lead. But that's what mm. leads to her murdering is that he stops fucking her <laughs> and he has an affair. There's a lot of things that lead yeah, but to I'm that. Just, but that is a major <laughs> contributing factor of why she frames him for her murder. So it does come down to her sexual value towards him. Like I from think she's, him. I actually think she's very watered down in the movie. 
That's what I thought because I, I like I, I forgot a lot of this like in the seven whatever years between. I was watching it. I was like, there's a whole lot of oh no, it turns out she's just a crazy bitch. And I was like, oh yeah. I wonder if people would like sort of arc up a bit about that. Now. It's really it's interesting because I guess in the book you get a um a rationalization for everything, like yeah. why she's doing yeah, that- what she's doing. Even if yeah, it is very kind of extreme. Interested. Mm. Yeah, I'm interested to know what the massive difference is between the book and mm. this. And part. now Kat's going to tell us all the major differences. Yes, you wrote a list, right? Yeah, here we go. I, and I now. Were they, they all up in the old dome? I did not write a list. I think, like, the most, one of the most prominent things in her life is being compared to this character that her parents have created. This amazing oh, yeah. so, Amy in this book. I series. feel like that just was sort of not. Yeah. It wasn't really relevant enough yeah. to keep yeah. bringing up. I was like, yeah, I, I assume that's a massive thing in the book. In the book, it plays a major part in kind of like shaping her psychology because yeah. she's always been compared to this perfect fictional character. And also in the book, her parent, her, yeah, her mum had like seven miscarriages before having her. So she was always like, in her mind, she's comparing herself to all these angelic little babies that have done nothing wrong. And then like, she's down here just trying to live a life. Um, She like holds a lot of resentment against Nick because he essentially didn't consult her on giving away her inheritance to, um, oh, sorry. She holds a lot. Yeah. I can't remember. Does he? She gives her parents the money. Like a shit ton. Like 800 grand or something. Yeah. So she holds resentment against him because that was essentially their lifeline when they both lost their jobs. And he and she gave it to her parents because it's her money. And he like turned against her in that moment because... Like, they didn't have money. And then she blamed him for dragging her to Missouri to live, like, uh, I guess, a lesser life and take care of his mum. And then he used the last of her money to set up this failing bar with his sister Mm. while she's just stuck at home doing nothing or, like, plotting his murder, essentially. But, like, if they're out of money, they couldn't afford to live in New York anyway. Yeah. Also that. Right. But see, that's the thing. Like, she's taking what he's doing. And, like, yeah. Two yeah. sides to the same story. Um, but I also think that, like, if we don't see any of Nick's mum in this movie either. And she is a major player in the book. Yeah, because they mention that um, Amy is really close to her. And maybe that yeah. would have been nice to see. Yeah. Well, I, I, cause well now it's that all I, fake. <laughs> Yeah, because now, well, yeah, I got, I, now that I've gone in, like, knowing the twist, it would kind of be nice to see sort of mm. the build-up to her being like, nah, fuck this, I'm going to, like, fake my death. But yeah. she's, I, I know he sees it, she sees him cheating, but, like, yeah, like, maybe, I think, maybe a little bit more. I think she, like, holds resentment as well because, you know, Nick's taken her back to his childhood home essentially and just left her and had nothing to do with her since moving 
like hasn't tried to really welcome her to the community or anything like that as well so I don't know I feel like <laughs> some things I can like relate to and I'm like oh that makes sense why you would feel like that but also like don't go making nice with his mum just so that you can like have it on record that you faint at the sight of blood like yeah she's I didn't devious know that. is that a yeah, that's not so, a movie thing, I don't is that think. A book thing? So in um I think she mentions it in the movie when she's like draining her blood, but in the book she goes with Nick's mum, Maureen, um, and her friends, Maureen's friends, to a blood donation centre and um they were just giving blood and she was like, No, no, I can't do it, like I, I'm like scared at the sight of blood and then um, they're like, oh, no, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. And she, like, goes to give blood, Amy does, and makes herself faint. Um, and so that, like, everyone has seen and there's, like, a record of her fainting at the sight of blood and fainting at needles. Um, and in the diary, she also writes that she has a phobia of blood. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, when, when all this... Um, physical evidence of blood shows up under UV light, they know that, you know, well, Amy couldn't do that to herself because she's but scared also, of blood. she just sort of sit there covered in blood at the end. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Answering all the cops' questions, it's like, oh, she's under some serious, it's like some pretty heavy painkillers because she got raped. And it's like, no, I'm all good. I'll answer all their questions. And then just lies to them all. And the I FBI's mean, like, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll believe you. Bye. I think... <laughs> what? I they can just put it down to shock, right? <laughs> yeah, but, like, that FBI agent should be fired. This woman, like, murdered a guy. And he's like, yeah, I guess he kidnapped you and you, you went to his house three weeks after you supposedly died. But don't worry about it. <laughs> but fine. that's the thing, you know, that I think this m movie and book is kind of pointing out, you know, like, America loves the um i guess i think something that america loves more than the death of a pretty white woman is the like the what's the word not vengeance or um like the the perseverance of a pretty white woman in the worst circumstances possible as long as they're not black then yeah america loves them pretty much pretty much which I think, yeah, is a key player in, like, the portrayals of the people in this book and how things play out. Well, movie, I should say. I keep talking about the book, but we are a movie podcast. I mean, we talk about books with, to do with movies. Yeah. So this is perfectly on topic. Um, yeah. What do you think of her um, cool girl speech? Which bit's that? The bit where she's driving in the car and she's like, you Oh, know, yes, yes. I was the woman that Nick wanted. And then, oh. yeah. No. What did you think of that? I don't know. Yeah, what was the point of that speech again? She was like, yeah, well, I, I don't like pizza. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck Nick. I, I forget what her point was. So I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. I, I think her point is that, you know, women have to, well, not have to, but women bend to bend into all these different shapes and pretend to do all these things and like these things and be this sort of person that they're not to 
satisfy the person they're with because if they showed their true selves then that person wouldn't like them half as much as they do you know right yeah get that and that is also like part of the main reason why she decides to frame nick because she was the cool girl initially and that's what he fell in love with and then you know after three years of marriage she's slowly revealing her true self to him and he doesn't like her and then he starts cheating on her yeah essentially yeah. with a woman t- half his age yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, do you remember um what you thought when you watched the woodshed scene for the first time? Wish I had all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I get that too. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my god, that's a big TV. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a drone. And there's all like golf. I, like, I want all that stuff. I'll have it. Yeah, that's um, early day I'll, drone. Yeah, I'll take all of that. My boys. boys. Yeah, like, I remember watching it in the shit opening. I was like, ooh, that is some cool stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But you you weren't, like, immediately like, oh, my gosh, he's innocent. No. No, this time I was. I I forgot how, um, like, I I thought it took a lot longer for him to figure out that she was bullshitting and, like, framing him the whole time. Yeah. I think this time I was, I think this time I, like, cause I knew what was going on. I was like, Ooh, but yeah, probably the first time as a, as a young lad, I would have been like, Oh, nice. Lad. That's a sick looking PlayStation in there. We were young lads at the time. Wait, well, Cat. wait we what's were... going on? <laughs> we yeah. Like... I was 16, 17. God damn. I would have been almost 19 when I watched this. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been about 17, I think. I would have been like 18 at the time. So I was like, oh, Did God, you read the cool book before? Uh, yeah. No. I've read yeah. this, I have read this book like <laughs> probably close to 20 times. And does it get uh, better with each read? reading? Like, yeah. Like, I think I've maybe read a Harry Potter twice, but that's it. Like, no, I, I read this book, I think. The clo- like last year I read it four times, which says a lot, but I think I read it within the space of, like I finished it and then started reading it again within the space of a month and like I wasn't sick of it. Fair enough. I need to buy so, you some more books. No, I have plenty. I just like, choose to read the ones uh, I like. If there's a library upstairs that you're more than welcome to. <laughs> I probably have about as many books. Oh, maybe not. Maybe against that one wall, but... <laughs> There's a lot up there. There's a lot of comics up there, too. Yes. Anyway, Maybe that's um... my problem. Maybe I just keep reading shit with pictures. I've got to diversify <laughs> myself a bit. There's nothing wrong with comic books, Nick. I can, I can give you a good they're recommendation. Called, they're called graphic novels for a reason. Yeah, I know. And, and look, to be fair, I should be wearing glasses, but like, I do start reading books now, and after like a page, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> my eyes are killing me. <laughs> That's like um, me. So then I, so then I put them, at, put them at ease and go play whatever God of War or whatever for ten hours. Far out. Um, 
Yeah. Have you guys got anything else? Oh, actually, I remembered what I was going to say. So, you know how I was talking about her, like, really committing to this role, Rosamund Pike? Hmm. And you were saying, oh, she only changed her hair when she went to the campground. No, uh, yeah, as I was saying that, too. I thought about it. Yeah. she. I noticed she was, like, eating heaps to, like, gain weight and look different. She put on, like, I think 13 pounds, which is, what, about 6 kilos? That's not enough Did to she? make a notable difference in, like, I was going to say, because she was what only gone like? for, like, oh, maybe she was only gone for, like, a month. It's three weeks. So, in, yeah. the, in the book, yeah. like, it, the it's, lead It's longer up, in the book, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the lead up to it, I think she puts on about. Um... Hang on, I'm just, I'm gonna find it. She put on. While you're yeah, doing that, fourteen pounds, say... which is about seven kilos. So I think in the book she puts on around ten kilos, but like, starts wearing like baggier clothes and things like that to but, kind of hide it. Okay, if, say you for example, cat, changed your hair color, hit yourself in the face with a hammer. And wore baggy clothes, and I saw you. I would still recognize you. <laughs> but that's the point, right? Okay. Especially <laughs> since yeah. she's on TV. And shit. If you were, if you were on the television, right, and then you that was seven kilos heavier with a different hair color was sitting next to me, I would like to think that I would notice that that's the same person. Because like, hey, that person on TV looks exactly like you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go, oh, never mind. She has red hair and she's holding a Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was like, cat, but I was wrong. Yeah. I would it, not be caught dead that... holding a Big Mac. <laughs> oh, there you go. So when you go to frame your husband. <laughs> yeah. She's holding a Big Mac, everybody. Just carry around a Mac is back. But you know what I mean? No. Like, you would recognize someone that is all over the news for, like, a whole month of the news cycle. This woman has her pictures has been trotted out everywhere because supposedly this dude murdered her. You would figure out that's you, like you would know. Yeah. Okay, so in people the book, recognize people so easily. I, I understand the book goes for longer, and she might have like put on a bit of weight beforehand. But, but that's you would not how still know. Gaining like... weight. That's not how gaining weight works. Okay. Fine. I used to Whatever. be like thirty kilos lighter, and people still recognize me that I'm fatter now. They still know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, okay, I think this. Sort of, uh, I, I think this leads into my point that uh, the movie is a lot dumber yes. than I remember. Like, I remember it being. I think because at the time there was like a year of build up of like trailers and yeah. like, oh my god, did Ben Affleck kill his wife? What the? Oh fuck? my god! But like, yeah, because they didn't reveal the. Do you know what no. Thing? If Ben Affleck killed his wife in real life, I feel like this is how it would go. I don't know. I, I like to think Ben Affleck has enough charisma and uh, brain power to be like, I'm not going to look guilty. But also, I feel like, does Ben Affleck even have a wife? Because I don't think he does. No, he's, uh, he's uh, dating J-Lo again, I think. Good oh, on him. Um, but yeah, anyway, Rosamund Pike put on like seven kilos for this role and then lost it within the space of like two weeks. Absolutely Ben wild. Affleck. Did you notice that Ben Affleck's body shape severely changes throughout the course of this film? Oh, really? And he goes from ordinary looking man to absolutely fucking shredded by the end. <laughs> because of Batman? Yeah, because of Batman v Superman. He got cast and just started going to the gym. So across oh the course God. of filming this filming this movie, he gets shredded. <laughs> I think it was during this too. I was like, because this is probably around the time. Oh, yeah. Batman v Superman was happening. I was like, oh, yeah. No, this, this guy's Batman. It, yeah. it, it'll do good. 
feel too good. He's yeah. depressed. It was this. It was watching this. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you guys got anything much on um, anything else? Not no. really. I guess I'd watch it again. It's taken me eight years or seven years to do it, but <laughs> I mean, I'm not against watching it again in seven years' time. How would you feel if they made a sequel book to this about Nick leaving uh, her cat? Oh, <laughs> they Reverse, he fakes his death. <laughs> what a Hollywood thing to do. Oh, my God. If no, it was I the 50s, that's what would happen. That'd be Jillian a dorm got to. Gillian Flynn, um, her, she writes, like, her, all her books are amazing. And I think rather than dwelling on this relationship, constructing something different but just as unique, would be much more satisfying. Like, I don't think we need a sequel to this. No. I remember at the time I was like, oh, what? The, oh, no. He's got a lever or something. But but I think, like, that's it. Like, you don't know. Like, and that's, that's okay. That's just his life now, which is yeah crazy. Kind of sad, but that's okay. Also, how'd she inseminate herself again? So they had been to a fertility clinic because she couldn't get pregnant um, and he did his part, but she didn't. And but they, don't you need his signature for that bit? They sent a um, note saying that they were going to dispose of the contents and so she went and got it, but then, like, throughout the notes, so it looked like she just didn't care. And so then she kept it and inseminated herself. I don't think if you go to a fertility clinic and they're going to throw out your jizz that they just give it to you. Well, you know what? She's done a lot of things. Also, when did she go get it? Like, was she pregnant the whole time? She was six weeks pregnant when she went missing, supposedly. No, Uh, because she wasn't actually pregnant. No, No. because she just took um, pregnant idiots. She wasn't pregnant, but when she got home, because it had been a couple of months... Since she so got how home, did she that get she it? revealed that she was pregnant. She just had it. I don't well, know. Where did she hold on to what, it? In the fridge? I don't yeah. know. Probably. What, what the fuck? But the cops would have found that. Yeah. Why is there a cup of your juice in the fridge, man? Makes no sense. <laughs> she has her way. She's a very intelligent person. I would no, she's rather... not. She should be in prison. <laughs> a lot of people should be in prison, Jacob, but they're not. But she definitely yeah, poor should be. NPH. She killed him. She slit his throat while he was jizzing in her. Uh, I mean, in the book, he imprisoned her, so I guess he had it coming. But like in the movie, he kind of didn't really do anything bad. And he says he's another victim of hers in the movie. He doesn't really do anything. Yeah, he was just a weirdo. He was just like, I love you. Here's my house. If you need anything, I'll get it for you. Oh, we're having sex now because you've come on to. Oh, I'm dead. That's his whole All these fellows did nothing wrong. They're yeah. just a bit sus. Yeah, they're a bit weird, but she likes to murder them or frame them for murders. <laughs> She's a horrible person. Yeah, she is. It's kind of weird she hasn't been in more stuff. What, the Gone Girl Rosamund woman? Park. Or Rosamund yeah, Rosamund Pike. Like, she was in... Um, like a, like you said, Carrie Coon's been in a lot of shit. Yeah, well, but... she did have a baby. <laughs> like right yeah. after this movie came out. Yeah, true. Yeah, I guess I not mean, everyone just has to dump their children and start working immediately. She was in 
She did five years on I feel like that's Thunderbirds Are Go. Just do. <laughs> From mm. 2015 to 2020, she's a voice actor for Thunderbirds. Oh, that's cool. Oh, there you go. She narrated Archibald's Next Big Thing for two years. She was in Moomin Valley. I don't know what the fuck that is. As a voice. She's done a lot of voice work by the looks of it. How weird. I suppose you can yeah, do that God. when you've got small children and you can just go in and record lines or just or phone just go, it in. Go, just go into your pa- parent, uh, your parents, your pantry and just yeah. do it into your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Do the, do the Peter Davidson recording audiobooks and just lock yourself in the understair cupboard. You know? Just wherever you yeah. can just do that shit from home. It's easy. <gasps> she was in Thomas and Friends. Oh. I don't know how I feel about that. In 2020, she played the Duchess of Lowborough. Okay. Shall we move on? Yeah. Yes. Kat, would you watch this again? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I was waiting for you. Sorry. Um, Yeah, I'd watch this again. Nick? Yes, I would. I I said I already said that. I guess I would. Um, (laughs) All right, Kat, what happens next? We have a little chat about what we've been watching and what we're excited for. And what have you been watching and what are you excited for? I finished <laughs> The Boys. Again. I um, also finished The Boys. Again. Again. Loved it as always. Um, it was good Get the hype it. going. I was watching it. Boys, 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 boys. Sorry. I watched it on my laptop this time around and it was good because... Um, was compact. Amazon Prime has their like um, general trivia, like highlight things. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. I was just like moving my mouse every like I don't know ten or like every time the scene changed, essentially, to see what fun facts were on there because <laughs> I love trivia. Yeah. Um. So that was really fun, and I had forgotten what happened in the end, so that was nice. Not the major thing that happened, but the like final thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pop, pop, poppity, pop, 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 That thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the trailer today for Where the Crawdads Sing come, came out, which I'm very excited for because the book was awesome. I just watched that trailer and it looks good, except you know yeah. the criticism I made. It really emphasises worldwide phenomenon in regards to the book and really calls it the next big thing. And it, you're just setting yourself up for failure when you do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think if anything, it'll get um, watches because Taylor Swift is releasing a new song on the soundtrack. So, you know, there's a lot of fans in that air, uh, sphere. Yes. Um, but other than that, I haven't been watching anything. I've kind of been yeah. reading a lot. <laughs> Well, I thought I had COVID. Uh, okay. Um, oh. I... Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah, but Jacob was just I was talking just and you were like, like, okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Fuck. God damn it. Hang on. We can hear you, Nick. We can hear you, Nicholas. Oh, well, just ignore him. Um, <laughs> I assume you're talking. Yes, we are. Um, you go, Jacob. There we go. Okay, so yeah, I started talking and you were like, I'll go. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I just heard... I just heard dead space, and I was like, these um, motherfuckers, come on, <laughs> professionalism, um, please. No, it made it even better. Um, so I thought I had COVID, so I've been at home 
the last two days. Turns out I don't have COVID, and I'd made extra sure I don't have COVID. I did five rapid engine tests that were all negative, and a PCR that was negative. So, definitely don't have COVID, which is a bonus. But, I also I don't watch... either, and I will never get it. <laughs> okay. Um, I watched The Adam Project. Oh, actually, I did watch that. Did you watch it, Nick? No, was it good? It wasn't that bad. It was. It was fun. It like, was kind of just fun. Yeah, it was, it was I just had a no fun little real <laughs> expectations mm. going into it. The cast's good. The kids just the kids cracking one liners like there's no tomorrow. It's. It was just good. I, I, yeah, I, I think Free Guy burned me a little bit. I'm just like, oh no. It's Why? so much better I than that. I liked Free Guy. I yeah. thought Free Guy was very. Uh, look. Cringe. I know that's an overused term, but I just found it very, very cringy. Okay. Um, but yeah, and like I project. said, like like I said, Ryan Reynolds is just basically playing Deadpool and everything. So maybe but I'll just not wait in this. for the next Deadpool. Really? Yeah, I don't believe it's, you. No, it's You're genuinely a liar. no, no. He's he's genuinely good in this because he doesn't quite play himself. He, they actually make a joke about it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there is a very funny... There's multiple, like, very funny Deadpool jokes in this movie. Yeah. Fine, yeah, done. okay. Just you watch, should watch it. You should watch it. Maybe. How, wait, how long? Is it, great and is just, it long? Although the only nah, thing that really annoyed me... The only thing that really annoyed me was the fucking CGI, like, younger version of that lady. Yeah. That, that was just that wasn't horrendous. Good. They should have just got a completely different actor to play it. Yeah, it was very... It was probably the worst. It was like they had just taken a character from a video game and put it in there. Yeah, I would say it's probably like the worst de-aging we've had. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. On Netflix, how do you go back to what you've, what you've watched? Go to your account. Yeah. And then... Hang on, let me find it. I found it. it. I found it. It's all right. Oh, I the Silencing. That's what I watched a movie called The Silencing. Is it good? Um, it, does, it sounds. It stars Nicolaj Costawaldu, Annabelle Wallace, um, and a couple other. Th- it's like a Canadian crime movie. Right. Um, so Nicolaj Costawaldu is a former like hunter, and his daughter didn't like him hunting, and then she was brutally well, assumed to be brutally murdered, but went missing. And then she was found. And um, so he turned the area where he hunted and, like, owned into a wildlife sanctuary. But now there's a dude hunting women there. Oh. And, yeah, it's a very interesting sort of murder mystery slash, like, thriller in the woods. And it was kind of really good. Oh, okay. It was 2020. It only goes for an hour and a half. But yeah, it was like I saw the trailer. I was like, "Oh yeah, I want like I need something." And I, you know, stuck in my room, can't leave, waiting for like COVID test results. And I was like, "Oh, I'll watch it!" And it was surprisingly good. And then okay. I started watching um, a movie called Brian Banks, and I'm halfway through that, and it's also very interesting. That's from 2018. Um, dude is wrongly wrongfully convicted of sexual assault and he was like an up and coming um, football star and then he gets out of prison but because he 
had a dodgy lawyer and took a like a plea, no contest plea. He's trying yeah. to like, he can't play football anymore because he's got like an ankle bracelet on and all this stuff. Mm. And he's like trying to get his life back. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I've been watching. That's also very good. That's also on Netflix. So both of these are on Netflix. Recommend both. Um, plus Adam Project. Um, yeah. That's what I've been watching. Interesting. Yeah. Sick. Nick, now you can go. Okay. Um, I don't know how far I got in uh, when I started talking over you, but uh, I. Speaking of the boys, uh, I watched. Mixed episodes of um, the boys diabolical, which is their like their and their animatrix style like it's like a different stories. They're like ten minute shorts set in the boys universe. Um, Some uh, I think I I mostly watched the Mm -hmm. good ones. I've heard some of them are not great. I started one. I was like, "Ooh, this seems like it might be a bad one," so I just skipped it. (sighs) But there's one. There's like. Two or three, I'd really like. If anything, just watch them. There's one that's in the style of the, the comic. comic. Yeah, yeah. I Jason that Isaac's one's very good. Yeah, yeah. Jason Isaacs plays Butcher, and Simon Pegg plays um, Huey. Oh, yeah, love which is great. Who they based on? Like, uh, essentially, like their look is based on in the comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like straight out of the comic. Yeah. There's another one. Uh, it's like the team behind Rick and Morty, and it's about a bunch of like. Like kids who were given Compound V but ended up with shit powers, going to kill their parents <laughs> who gave them up. <laughs> and like, I know, like Rick, Rick and Morty's like overdone, but fuck, it's like just funny because they were clearly given like free reign to sort yeah. of do whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that was That's good. Cool. And there's another one. I think it's the last episode, and it's um like Homelander's first day, and that's in the TV Bort. show. Yeah. Uni- like that's in canon for TV show. I think that one. Yeah, uh, they, they, yeah. they could all be canon, yeah, really, okay. like for the most part. But um, yeah, so like, I've obviously, heard that one's I think very like good. that's the best one. I think yeah. like it's sort of it looks like I don't know. I can't really. I guess it sort of looks like maybe like some of the DC yep. animated movies. Maybe if I had to pick something. But yeah, like, it's the kind of thing where you could just like click on it, and if you're not enjoying like. The first couple of minutes, you can just either write it out or turn it off because like it's just the one episode, so it's fine. Mm. Um, I also what else did I watch? Oh, I watched The Gentleman last night. Oh, oh, it's been on my list. Think? Oh, dude, it's been on my list for like to watch for like years Is that now. The I don't, I guy forget. Richie one, yeah, with yeah. McConaughey. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you guys Grant? think of what do you guys think of Guy Ritchie? Because I, oh, I think it's a boys' I, club. Yeah, I, I think I judge him way miss. too much on the shit he makes. He's, like, he's hit and miss because yeah. I, I think this, like Scorsese said this, the way like directors work in Hollywood, they sort of have to do like one for me, one for the studio. So they'll yeah. make like, whatever shit the studio wants and then they'll be allowed to make... Was, did he do Aladdin? Whatever. Yes. Yeah, I think so he, I like he, did, he did He did. Um, King Arthur, Aladdin... Yeah. Something else, shit, and then this. Yeah. So he like earned it. Three for the studio, one for yourself. Yeah. So th- yeah. this is, cl- I think, this is clearly the one he did for himself because, yeah. like, it's he's got he, more, he's sort like of he's got, got more free range in it. Yeah, yeah, and he's got like he his um like editing style is kind of tropey, 
it's sort of like a poor man's Edgar Wright sometimes. Yeah, but that's what but I was I, finding. I really enjoyed this, like, I because I think like dudes like Charney, Char, Charney, Charlie Hunnam, and like Henry Golding, I feel like they don't really get to do much, yeah. like, in the stuff they're in. But in this, they're really, really good. They get to flex so their like, skills. Yeah, they like get yeah they're directed well and it's yeah. written well. So I, I I think it's only like two hours too. Yeah, so I like, think I've I, seen it twice now and I've enjoyed it. Oh, both true. Times. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's very very good. I like, I liked it, but I also was just kind of a bit lost. I think like three quarters of the way through, yeah. I might have fallen asleep. Yeah. I don't know, but I was just <laughs> like, uh... it. Yeah, it took me a sec, but I was like, I don't know. I, I think because uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It's been ages since I watched it, but correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Hugh Grant interviewing yep. the guy and he's telling the story? Yeah. 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 So he's... Sort of. Yeah, he's telling a story to a guy who already knows it, sort of. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah. It's really... Yeah. Like, once you you grasp what like what's sort of happening, you're like, ah, oh, okay, I like this. Right. Maybe I didn't grasp it quite firmly mm. enough. Maybe. Or you playing maybe. on your phone. You're probably watching playing Aladdin Wordle. or his dumb people movies. I haven't watched Aladdin yet. Yeah, don't. It's not that bad. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I think I, I've probably watched something else, but I can't really remember. I feel like we haven't spoken for like several months, but it's been like a week. Yeah, sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because you don't join the little catch-ups, Jacob, and I have beforehand. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, where can people yeah, we reach us, start inviting guys? Jacob for those. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I have catch-ups with both of you, and neither of you know about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I also fine. message Nick my Wordle score every day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I have not been looking. No, I message Jacob my Wordle score. Yeah, I, oh. I got it in four today. I was going to say, I don't know what Wordle is. Um, and, uh... Anyway, Kat, where can people reach us? <laughs> you can email um, watchitagainpod at gmail.com um, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at watchitagainpod. We would love to hear from you, so please send us a message. <laughs> Are you checking the emails? You always take... You need to start checking emails before we start recording. I've got one in Spanish. Also, there's nothing there. Oh, there's one in Spanish. There's never anything there. There's one that wants us to monetize. This is a scam. That is no. definitely, that is definitely a what? scam. Um, I'm going to start going in beforehand and yeah. just deleting all the emails so that there is literally nothing there for you to look at. Damn it. Um, and yeah, nothing in our messages... Someone clapped, Shocking. reacted, something. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Sick. Alrighty, I've opened the wrong podcast one, that's why. Anyway. Okay. I think that's about it. Alrighty. Okay. We'll be back oh, next no. week with maybe Harry Potter. And the Oscars, yes, maybe Yes, Harry too. Potter next week. And the Oscars. Depends when we record. <laughs> Which side of the Oscars it is. <laughs> Harry Potter 3 and 4 next week. Oh, yeah! Woo! Sorry. Arguably, um, maybe uh, my favourite movie is in there. Who knows? Maybe ooh. same. Who knows? Ooh. Are they the same one? Maybe not. No. <laughs> um. Anyway, as always, I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And we'll be back at some point next week with Harry Potter 3 and 4. Thanks for listening. Bye.
Bye. Goodbye.